Hello and welcome back to The Power Switch, gaming's call-in talk radio show. My name is Peter Spasia, and today is June 16th, 2018. This is the 50th episode of the podcast. Thank you for tuning in. We use Discord as a means to add and drop callers to talk about video games and switch the power that is found in a typical gaming podcast. You can join our server to participate during recordings at rhymesathasia.com call. On today's episode, the answers to our 50 E3 2018 yes or no questions in our headline roundup. Our main topic is our biggest takeaways from E3 2018, and then we will get to your calls if you are tuning in live on Discord. Joining us on this post-E3 show is the winner of our E3 2018 contest. It is Demetrius joining us from North Carolina. Welcome back to the Power Switch. Good to have you on this show. As always, I, uh, I feel welcome. Um, you know, I've kind of got a history with this kind of stuff. Mm-hmm. Always have been so close, or you won and couldn't attend. It is definitely mm-hmm. a, a history, but it's so good to have you on this one. Uh, you got 37 questions out of 50 correct, so uh, that is excellent. Well done. Uh, it happens to be the same score that I got as well, so, uh, so that's really good to see. Uh, so for some of the runners-up, we had... 34 points. We had DQP, who won last year's contest. He uh, entered early, got the four bonus points, almost got him close there. 33 points. We had Decaf, 78. And with 32 points, we had Grimace Duminus. So those were some of the really close contenders there. Uh, But Demetrius, welcome to the show here. We're going to start by kind of recapping the answers to those questions that we answered for that contest. Uh, kind of go through them in 10 question chunks and kind of discuss what our big takeaways from them are before going into our main topic of E3 2018 as a whole. We're gonna start then with our headline roundup. We start with Microsoft. Let's go through these questions really quickly. We'll kind of say what they were, yes or no. And then I'll kind of talk with you about what we thought about Microsoft's showing. So will a brand new first party intellectual property be announced? No, uh, they announced new part, new uh, companies to kind of bring in their first party fold, but no first party game announced that was brand new. Will Halo 6 be revealed? Yes, that was Halo Infinite announced to be continuing the Master Chief story after Halo 5. Will an all new Gears of War or Fable game be released? Yes. Three Gears of War games, uh, specifically Gears of War 5, topping that there. Will Crackdown 3 receive a specific release date? Uh, yes, it started off saying it's delayed possibly to you know 2019, possibly February 2019, and I believe it got a February 22nd, 2019 release date, much like many other games. Will a racing game specifically titled Forza Horizon 4 be announced? Yes, absolutely. October 2nd, the release date for that. Will Below and Ashen be shown during the conference? Yes, uh, whether it is in Game Pass announcements or Sizzle Reels, both were shown there. Will an old Rare property be rebooted in some fashion? Yes, Battletoads 2019. Will Minecraft be mentioned during the conference? No, uh, it was shown on the screen of Microsoft Studios first-party developers uh, but not called out specifically by name, and Microsoft, the game itself, was not shown. So, no, not during the conference. Will online multiplayer capability be permanently included with a Game Pass subscription? That would be no. Uh, maybe in a future update we'll see something like that, but not at E3. And will virtual or augmented reality be mentioned during the conference? Also, no. Uh, Demetrius, your big takeaways from Microsoft during this E3. Yeah, without getting into too many specifics, um, I felt like they had quite a bit to show. You know, we had a significant portion of yeses there, and the nos were kind of sort of minor stuff, like the you know the Game Pass thing. But uh, you know, we got a we got a revival of a rare IP, um, which also doubled as a yes to another question later sure on. Sure did. Yep. <laughs> Um, and we got our Halo 6. Uh, we got not one, not two, but three Gears of War games, although I'm probably not going to play two of them. Yeah. Um, <laughs> oh, four, Gears <laughs> Pop and then Gears Tactics. I mean, totally different games, but yeah, I'll, I'll stick yeah. with five. Yeah, I'll be fine with five. So, um, but yeah, um, I know that I, I felt it was a pretty good show, even if most of what was shown wasn't exactly exclusive. It was still entertaining. 
Yeah, and they showed 50 games, a lot of them third-party. And as you mentioned, like, yeah, a lot of those games will be on PlayStation 4 as well. Uh, I think the big announcement of those five new first-party studios, whether it was, you know, the creation of that new studio, The Initiative, or, you know, if they were signing Playground and Undead Labs and Ninja Theory was a big one. Uh, Compulsion, mm-hmm. like that, the name Compulsion didn't really occur to me until we're seeing uh, We Happy Few, and it's good to see that one coming out in August out of... Uh, early release sort of testing there. Uh, that's a good way to establish the the slate of first-party studios that we had said like is a big weakness of Microsoft's. Yeah, are they delivering the games on that front yet? Not yet, but I think it's promising for their future. Uh, that said, you know, it was Halo, Gears, and Forza all in one conference. I wish I would have seen a little more from Halo. Uh, yeah, the, it's nice uh, to open with that, but didn't tell us a whole lot. Only the, the slip space engine. I mean, what what's the deal there? Uh, but it was it was probably my favorite show just because it was you know, the duration and it was well paced and it kept showing games. And even if they were you know just the world premieres that were third party, you know, on PlayStation Xbox. I mean, to have Devil May Cry Five show up at at Microsoft that was crazy. Uh, Jump Force, Bandai Namco, like. Those were, were big surprises. So I think it made for a good show overall. Uh, didn't say a whole lot for the first party games this year, because right now it's it's Forza, and that's about it for this year. Mm-hmm. But I think they set up enough moves going forward that should be promising. Yeah, it was kind of my favorite show, too. Mm-hmm. Uh, yeah, for sure. So let's go to Sony. Will the conference open with a live orchestral performance? No, uh, Sean Layden talked, and then it was uh, Gustavo Santaolalla. Uh, that's I think how you say his name. It's, it's a mouthful. The Last of Us composer <laughs> with with the banjo, and they were in that church, and it was supposed to transition to the Last of Us gameplay. They also had the performer on the the Japanese flute there for Ghost of Tsushima. Uh, not orchestral, but still Sean Layden spoke first. So. No. Uh, will third-person mm-hmm. gameplay footage be shown during the conference from all three of the following? Last of Us Part Two, Death Stranding, and Ghost of Tsushima. Yes, all three. Mm-hmm. Absolutely. Will Days Gone or Dreams receive a specific release date? Uh, Days Gone did, February 22nd, so that is a yes. Will a new game from one of Sony's first-party studios be revealed? No. Uh, there was some confusion here at first. There was the Daracene game, the VR game from from software. I think it was initially reported that Sony Japan Studio is working on that one, but it seems to be just from software. I mean, the makers of Bloodborne and all that, so no on that question. Will Bluepoint announce that they are remaking one of the following titles? Metal Gear Solid, Demon Souls, or Infamous? No. Simple enough. (laughs) Will PlayStation Now or Backwards Compatibility be mentioned at all during the conference? It was not. Though I think there have been rumors that are popping up that PlayStation Now may be considering downloaded games, kind of like what Game Pass is doing. So it's interesting to see that they're thinking about that on the back end, but nothing certainly during the conference, not mentioning those weaknesses there. Will PlayStation VR be mentioned or shown in a specific games trailer during the conference? Yes, though... Right now, I cannot remember the name. It's the one from the Rick and Morty creators. Yeah, that, the little that. guy in the bathtub. Hey, I'm guy in a tub. PlayStation VR. Yeah. So, yes, it was. Uh, Will From Software show more of the project currently known as Shadows Die Twice. They did, but it wasn't at Sony's conference. Still, the question right. is, <laughs> it means that the answer is a yes. They showed it at Microsoft for... Uh, for that title, certainly. And then will new video footage of Final Fantasy VII Remake or Shenmue 3 be released? That's a no. And will PlayStation users finally be able to change their PSN names? Also, a no. Uh, yeah, Sekiro, Shadows Die Twice. That's That looks pretty interesting, uh, but it was another good mm-hmm. get from Microsoft on their stage. What did you think of Sony's E3, though? First of all, I just want to say, like, we had to, it had to be, like, third-person gameplay of all three of Ghost of Tsushima, Last of Us and Death Stranding. Mm-hmm. Death Stranding barely applied. Yeah, <laughs> he's he's delivering packages or, or something like yeah. that. Well, that was gameplay, but at the same time, I just I feel like there's so many people excited about Death Stranding. Me, I can't get excited about it because I have no clue what it is. To this day, I thought by now I would have a better idea. I know there's there's walking is possible. I know that. And I know that you will carry things on your back, including what looked like a human body. Mm-hmm. And there's some kind of stealth element and like bad things in the world. 
right. I still don't know <laughs> like much about the game. I, I can't get too excited. It looks nice. It looks, you know, graphically really well done. Um, if the stealth mechanics work the way they appear to work, then I guess that would be a pretty good thing. I still don't know much about it. Yeah. Um, aside from that, I guess the, the, the conference, again, without getting into too much specifics, was, you know, had some decent stuff, but it was like just really weird. And mm. I could talk about that at length later. <laughs> right, yeah. I mean, the uh, the games, they nailed it. I, I thought the game selection was terrific. I, you know, could have had a little bit more, I suppose. But we'll, we'll talk about the intermission because that was uh, just dreadful. You can't have that happen. I know it's, it's a cool moment when you transition from the church or whatever to the actual setting of The Last of Us trailer. Uh, it's a neat moment, but you can't have 15 minutes of downtime, like straight up. Um, Spider-Man was really cool to see. I'm really excited for that in September. Uh, and then yeah, Resident Evil 2 remake. That's another one where it's like you can kind of tell right away what it was, and it was, it was a great reveal. Uh, probably one of the better, you know, surprise reveal trailers with that moment uh, showing Leon. Like that was that was fantastic. And Control coming out of nowhere, the uh, the Remedy Project. That seems really interesting. You can tell there was like a lot of Quantic Dream, uh, not Quantic Dream. What's the one? Quantum, Quantum Break. break. Yeah. That game, yeah, a lot of vibes there with uh, the freezing time and moving projectiles around. I thought it was Quantum Break 2 for a bit. Yeah, right, like almost like a sequel. Yeah, no, definitely same developers there. Now, I think a really good show overall as far as the content goes, um, but yeah, the, the pacing and the intermission, uh, unacceptable. Nintendo, mm-hmm. will more than two newcomers be revealed for Super Smash Brothers? No, too exactly, uh, much to everyone's <laughs> surprise. Will Retro Studios reveal a new IP for Switch? I mean, we thought it might be Star Wars or Star Fox Grand Prix. No, nothing from Retro at this year's E3. Will a Mario Maker, Animal Crossing, or a Pikmin game be revealed for Switch? No. Will two of the three Switch games receive an official title? Pokemon, Fire Emblem, Yoshi. Yes, Pokemon did, of course, before E3 started and after the questions were finalized. Fire Emblem Three Houses. Not the subtitle I would have given it, or really any leaks would have given it. And then Yoshi is delayed to 2019. Will a Metroid Prime 4 trailer be shown during the Direct? No, it was not. It was not at the show. Will games from a system other than NES be announced for distribution via Nintendo Switch Online? No, they still have to nail that. They didn't even tell us the other 10 in NES. What gives there? Will a new game for 3DS be revealed during the Direct? It was not. It was indeed all Switch. Will two of the following four third-party games receive Switch ports? Overwatch, Fortnite, Grand Theft Auto V, Dragon Ball, Fighters, Fortnite, and DBZ? Yes. Will Mario Kart Tour be mentioned during the Direct? No. And will Mother 3 be announced for Switch. No, it was not. Very interesting year for Nintendo. Uh, very Smash heavy. But what did you think about it all, Demetrius? I actually, uh, there's a lot of people saying they were disappointed by it. I guess if you were, you know, expecting the best E3 ever, yeah, you're going to be disappointed. Um, I was okay with it. Um, I really want to see Metro Prime 4. <laughs> But at the same time, you know, even though I didn't get Metroid Prime 4, I got Smash. Shame Fire Emblem was pushed to 2019, but I got to see it. And uh, again, we could discuss this more later, but that Damon X Machina game that they opened it with looks really impressive. And it's a shame that that game is not getting more attention. Yeah, that was a nice surprise, wasn't it? It looked really cool. Uh, yeah. You know, kind of cell shaded style. Uh, the Smash newcomers. Daisy and Ridley, um, you know, great tweets uh, from Alpharad, I think was his name, saying like mm-hmm. he had a tweet in late May where it's just like, you know, two characters that will never come to Smash and then a picture of the actress Daisy Ridley. And then when it happens, like, oh, this aged terribly poorly. This aged terribly. <laughs> so that was kind of amazing. Uh, what were your reactions to all that Smash news? I started off just impressed at, you know, the graphics and all that. And then the more... The more we saw during that direct, the more my mind exploded. I mean, yeah, everyone yeah. is back. Like that, that was everyone. crazy. When they when they said like, and it, it it doesn't hit me what they mean by everyone until you see like Young Link and Pichu. Mm-hmm. Like 
you don't even need them. <laughs> yeah, right. They really mean everyone. <laughs> yeah. So that was that was really impressive, and I, I I was floored by seeing Snake back. Of course, like I I I don't even know if like Konami like is the same company. Like it certainly doesn't have Hideo Kojima. Like he was in the game originally as a favor to him, and he's not even there. So just you know, the the longer it went on, the crazier it got. It was great to see Daisy, and again. This is more stuff that we can get into in depth later. Some of my theories going forward um, about Echo characters, but it's great mm-hmm. to see Daisy, like you know, get to be quote unquote her own character. But uh, oh man, Ridley, yeah, <laughs> Ridley for sure. Uh, yeah, like as I said before, like he was my last sort of. This is like the major announcement that I could ever see, and I would go absolutely crazy if I saw him. And I went absolutely crazy. Um, I mean, his trailer was amazing. Um, and he, you know, seeing him in game, he looks amazing. And I, I, I even at this very moment, am, am wigging out internally. Yeah, so it's it's a great moment. Uh, yeah, everything else from here on out is gravy. It was it was the perfect yeah. reveal. I can understand for those that don't like Smash. I mean, there are people out there like that. Um, um, you know, it, it may have been it may have been a bit long, uh, that's for sure. But um, you know, this was the big focus this year, and uh, yeah, if if any of those other games, I mean, a Mario Maker game, a, you know, Metroid Prime Four, Yoshi, if they aren't ready to go, don't show them. I mean, Animal Crossing, another one that I'm sure a lot of people are waiting for. Like, if it's not ready, don't show it. Don't be like other companies that just show logos. Oh wait, Nintendo did that last year. <laughs> and we'll, we'll see how how that turns out. Uh, yeah, but you know, pretty strong showing overall, especially when you consider Smash. I mean, that kind of went above and beyond for for someone like me, at least for sure. Uh, third party, mm-hmm. will Kingdom Hearts three receive a specific release date before November first, twenty eighteen? No, it is January twenty ninth, twenty nineteen. So definitely later. Will Rocksteady reveal a new game that features an established superhero protagonist? Surprisingly absent this year. No. Uh, Will Mm -hmm. Cyberpunk 2077 receive a 2019 release window? No. A great trailer? No release window set. And apparently just a killer demo behind closed doors. I hope they get to show video footage of that eventually. Will the Avengers Mm -hmm. project be shown at all? No, another surprising absence. Will a new character or mode for Overwatch be announced? Nope, no showing there. Will Anthem receive a specific release date? Yes, uh, definitely some possible considerations with that. February 22nd, 2019. Let's get out of Red Dead's way this year and slide into that one specific <laughs> week in 2019. Will a new Splinter Cell or Watch Dogs game be revealed during Ubisoft's conference? No, neither of them. Uh, will Bethesda Game Studios reveal a new IP? They sure did. Starlink is real. They showed it, and then they also went and showed Elder Scrolls Six with a, a logo trailer. So that was certainly surprising at the end of their show. Will more than two games oh. shown during the press conferences have Battle Royale modes announced? No, a lot of them during the PC gaming show. We didn't really cover the PC gaming show. The only one really was <laughs> Battlefield Five, and that kind of had oh. mixed reactions too. And oh then, lord, I, I actually pulled that one off. Yeah, yeah, there you go. It was, <laughs> it was not uh, cynical about the gaming industry, I guess. And then, will a game series which had its last title released over 10 years ago receive a new installment? That is a yes with Battletoads. Lots of third parties. Uh, what were your thoughts, Demetrius? So, I, uh, I, I felt like third parties actually sort of had a large presence at this year's show. Like, almost overshadowing the, the big guys, because again, Microsoft of a ton of exclusives i guess sony did have exclusives but you know the vast majority of those games are 2019 games whereas third party games are still coming out in 2018 big third party games are still coming out in 2018 i was uh, i was impressed by quite a few third party stuff my one criticism you know as a guy who does enjoy nintendo stuff is that there wasn't a ton of nintendo stuff but what was there again, I guess, what we, we can talk about in a mm-hmm. bit when we're talking about all the, uh, you know, E3 in general stuff. Yeah, Ubisoft had a pretty good show. Square Enix, uh, pretty disappointing. A couple new titles that they really did not delve too deep on. 
Uh, but a lot of reused stuff from Microsoft's show, I, oddly enough. Uh, Bethesda yeah. had a, a pretty good show. I, I liked it quite a bit. It was odd to open with Andrew WK, and then the way it closed with those kind of reveal <laughs> trailers was a bit different. Uh, and then EA uh, just kind of did their whole boring shtick, and then you throw in the 15-minute mobile game in there, and that kind of killed Ooh. it pretty early. But, I mean, I, I kind of like how Anthem looks, but there are definitely some questions on... If they can make that, what's the future of Bioware? I mean, that's a lot of pressure on that studio. Um, yeah, surprised Rocksteady wasn't there. Surprised Avengers wasn't there. But I definitely want to see more of Cyberpunk because that was some people's you know game of the show there. They definitely were raving mm-hmm. about that. And then the hopes and dreams. Uh, they were all no except for Devil May Cry 5, The Elder Scrolls <laughs> 6, and Resident Evil 2 Remake. So let's get to our main topic. Uh, just E3 2018 overall, uh, Dimitris, your biggest sort of takeaways and thoughts on the event as a whole. You know, there's, there's quite a few folks that are thinking it's a down year for whatever company. Maybe you think it's a down year for Nintendo or you think it's a down year overall. For me, I thought it's interesting. There's, there's some pretty high highs this E3. Like the best stuff is really like really good um but the worst stuff was insulting man you brought up ea ea's conference uh was an insult to me at least in, in especially in some specific parts such as ea you know giving us insincere bs apologies for loot boxes and then patting themselves on the back because they're not doing loot boxes at the moment mm-hmm. like um, Square Enix. I wonder why Square Enix even did a press conference if they were gonna, like, they basically handed out all their announcements to Microsoft and a little bit to Sony. Why not just not have a press conference if you're gonna basically do, like, show the same things that you're showing at somebody else's conference? I didn't even understand the logic there. I enjoyed most of what I saw, I didn't actually see Square Enix's conference because of basically because it was like there was no point. Oh yeah, you didn't miss too much. <laughs> yeah. Um, but Microsoft, Sony, and Nintendo, I felt all had some, you know, pretty good stuff. I feel like Nintendo had more stuff for this year, like in terms of a first party uh, standpoint. Mm-hmm. For Microsoft, it's basically just Forza, and for Sony, it's God of War. <laughs> Like, you know, there's not much left for 2018. Uh, like I said, Nintendo has Smash and Pokemon. Yeah, and I and, think they'll uh, be fine with those. I, some people are wondering, like, I think the stock took a big hit or whatever for Nintendo. It's like, I think they'll make their you know, projections for right. the 20 million with, <laughs> with Smash and Pokemon. Like, like you can save let's... Mario and Animal Crossing and Metroid Prime 4 and, and Yoshi and all that. Like, that can be, those can be next year's games. Like, that's okay. Um, yeah. and even threw in a Super Mario Party in there. Like that was a, a neat little surprise to see. Uh, Switch yeah, will be fine too. Yeah, right. <laughs> like that. Finally, coming into 2018, uh, Switch will be fine. Uh, the mm-hmm. others, I, I think, the biggest takeaway for me is that yeah, we may be getting closer to uh, next generation of consoles than we realize. And you know, yeah. even Microsoft, like word started to come out you know, after their show of. Oh, well, like they're they're already starting to work on it. Codename Scarlet with two T's, and that you know it'd be like a they're thinking sort of a line of consoles, almost like they did with Xbox One here. You know, with the original launch, the S, the X, like incremental updates mm-hmm. over the years. Like they're th- kind of thinking on on that line again. Um, but they're thinking a reveal yeah. in 2019 and release in 2020. Like there need to be games for this system. Yeah. And if, yeah. the, if, if it's going to be the way the industry is trending, like this will be backwards compatible. Uh, there will be games certainly like the last console generation where we'll have releases on this generation and next. Uh, you know, if you want to keep your box and play those games, like you'll still have software, but they want strong launch lineups. I mean, we saw what happened with Nintendo to launch with Zelda, to have Mario Kart follow up soon after, and then uh, Mario Odyssey at the end of the year. Like, that was a killer first year. I think the other competitors are looking at that with a bit of envy. Uh, so, mm-hmm. yeah, there are some big surprises for sure. I certainly loved what I saw with Smash. Um, the Last of Us Part Two. I was amazed by the demo. Uh, their Naughty Dog does amazing work, and their their facial capture, the animations overall, uh, just certain things. Even to the point where it was like the creative director for Shadow of the Tomb Raider got in some trouble on Twitter 
where he thought that that demo was fake or had fake things in it <laughs> and uh like people got on his case he deleted the tweet all that stuff but it's like it's that good like it was really really <laughs> impressive um yeah i like you i have no idea where death stranding is going <laughs> um yeah they showed the new actresses and like that was that was nice to see um yeah i think it was a good e3 overall uh i was kind of going into it expecting to be amazed though so in a way i was kind of i yeah. built up my own expectations a bit too high because I was expecting certain games like a Rocksteady. We'll see Avengers because we're in the downtime between the two you know, movies for Avengers. Like A game being shown would make sense. But you know, certain reveals like Devil May Cry 5 was a killer reveal. Uh, that was a great trailer. I'm, I'm still listening to that song in the trailer quite a lot. <laughs> so, uh, Oh, that's, that's a siren out here, by the way. <laughs> don't If you're listening in your car, it's, it's not there. Um, yeah, so... It was a good show overall, and uh, Kingdom Hearts three shown everywhere, and uh, oh, yeah. Frozen confirmed, like we thought, uh, like many people thought. Yeah, it looks like a Pixar movie. Uh, it's, it's amazing how closely they have worked with Pixar. It'll it'll turn yeah. out nice, and there were enough little tidbits left for for longtime fans. Um, yeah, so when people say Aqua got norded, and then it's like, what does that mean? It's it's it dives in deep. So. <laughs> Uh, yeah, I, I'm really happy with the show overall. I mean, just a overall mm-hmm. final thoughts from you. Yeah, um, I too am very happy with the show overall. Um, I uh, I think there are a couple of uh, I want to make sure I highlight this. There are a couple of like sleeper things that kind of got buried in different announcements. For example, like a dying light two. I don't see that being talked about. Yeah, well, that's the was, cool announcements for sure. Yeah, it was, I, I very much enjoyed it. I, I loved the heck out of Dying Light. I thought it was a great game. Um, can't get any of my friends to play it with me, so I, <laughs> I now own it. I'm not, I refuse to like sell it. I'm, I'm waiting. I'm trying to convince people to like just run through that game with me because I just enjoy the world and the gameplay that much. So I'm happy I'm getting a Dying Light too. Um, and again, that Damon X Machina game. Like I, I, I'm, I'm going to yell that one to the heavens because I'm looking at it. And I'm like, every time I'm on Reddit or something, and I see somebody say, "Wow, Nintendo brought no games to their show," or and just smash or like however they want to say it, I'm like, "Yo, you, you've gotta, you've gotta make sure you at least like give that game a glance because mm-hmm. I, I even caught some of the Treehouse gameplay of it, and it looks like a." a I know there's some people talking about like Armored Core. I've never played that. So to me, it looks like Nintendo said, uh, so EA is never going to give us them, so we'll make our own anthem with mm-hmm. these third-party developers. Yeah, and, I think it was some of like the developers who worked on Armored Core, and like they're just trying to make the ultimate mech game. It's like, yeah, it was a great way to open up the Direct for sure. Yeah, and it, it, it looks legitimately awesome. It looks like something... That I want to play like my kind of game with all kinds of like, you know, you can customize your avatar and your mech, and it looks like it's it, it'll be like a a monster hunter esque kind of thing. Yeah, I got um, definitely a lot of mechs. I got a lot of Xenoblade Chronicles X vibes from that for sure. Yeah, that as well. Which, by the way, I would love for them to port to Switch, but yeah, um, definitely uh, what seems to be a big time game that's just kind of getting buried. I even saw IGN didn't even put it in there like best games of E3 for Switch. Like, not that I'm saying that any of these games are bad, but like if Super Mario Party makes the list of your best of E3 and Overcooked 2 make your list of best of E3, but that game does not, then I kind of, I know that somebody is like just not really paying attention to these things. So I think we should keep an eye out for like, sleeper hits of, of that nature mm-hmm. in their defense i do wonder if what uh the game's nature being playable either on the show floor or behind closed doors i wonder if that had a role with it like i haven't heard much as far as like oh damon x machina is shown behind closed doors and and we we played it and we loved it so i'm not sure if ign factors that in i'll give them the benefit of the doubt there uh but yeah i mean mm-hmm. some other game i mean uh division two seemed like really <laughs> pretty interesting uh you know, get the teammate talking out of here i gotta level up to 30 i'm only at 29 like get get that out of here like i don't need that but 
Uh, that stuff is super realistic. That's exactly yeah, how people yeah. sound. <laughs> For sure. <laughs> yeah. uh, but no, it's good Good showings overall. And I'm, I'm looking forward mm-hmm. to seeing what comes Except out EA. of it. Oh, yeah, you know, EA. Yeah. And <laughs> EA and Square, I think they're, they're battling for that, that bottom spot. Yeah. So what do you have to say? When we come back, we will get to the callers. I mean, you can talk about any of the shows, any of the games that caught your eye. It's our E3 2018 wrap-up show here. When we come back, you're on the Power Switch. Welcome back to the Power Switch. Uh, I also wanted to kind of mention here, I do apologize for, did not deliver on... Uh, our coverage put up on our end. Uh, I definitely wanted to have episodes uh, after each of the press conferences and have you guys call in. Uh, that unfortunately just did not work out for me this year. I, I took the time off and, uh, you know, Scott White uh, over from Irrational Passions, that was all queued up and we're going to hang out and knock this all out. Uh, but in my, my apologies to him and to everyone out there. Uh, just family things popped up, needed to be home. Uh, with my family and with with a new puppy and all that uh, he's even just sitting right here under me if you have not heard his bone chewing throughout the episode but yeah i do apologize uh for that i definitely had big plans this year uh but did not deliver and hopefully you guys can understand so i just wanted to kind of get that out there but let's hear what you guys have to say with the callers for e3 2018. joining us from illinois video game guru 64 welcome back to the power switch how are you good Excellent. Nice to be back. Yes, for sure. What would you like to talk about for this E3 2018 episode? Uh, Kingdom Hearts is uh, still just coming to the Xbox uh, One and the PlayStation 4. No Switch uh, titles. I mean, nothing on the Switch front and Nintendo stuff. Mm-hmm. So, <laughs> Yeah, uh, Demetrius, you big Kingdom Hearts player? I... Uh, I- very much enjoy the Kingdom Hearts games. Granted, I don't think I've ever completed one, but I've like mm. played like fifty hours of like one, two, and uh, Dream Drop Distance. Yeah, yeah. Um, each like, <laughs> without, without completing them, I guess life. Oh no! Okay. Um, yeah, you, so you got the gist I, of it. Yeah. Yeah, I very much enjoy the games, and I usually try and like you know look up let's plays or something like that, so I can keep up with the story. And I still don't feel like I've kept up with the story because it's so <laughs> convoluted. But yeah, it, it's sounding like uh, they're going to release a multi-hour story summation, and I guess it's going to be done on YouTube in Japanese in parts to start. But it's sounding like they may include it in Kingdom Hearts Three. I think that'd be really important for those that are trying to jump in um you know the some of the reveals that they showed were definitely big if you uh played birth by sleep like that's one that a lot of people forget that is like super critical to the story and its characters Uh, and all that i just watched both by sleep i didn't play it uh but i got the main gist of uh what's happening and i'm sad that aqua's been noted yeah it's it was one of those things where uh you're watching that trailer and you're either like oh i don't know who that character is blue hair and okay yellow eyes is a thing and then the other half is like no (laughs) (laughs) scott and i we were watching that we were hoping to do something with our our reaction we were watching it too you know we had started to record the the microsoft one and we were definitely <laughs> surprised, uh, put it that way. But uh, I'm so glad yeah. that we got the Pirates of the Caribbean, though. Uh, that world yeah. in the PlayStation conference, uh, it looks so much better than what it Port Royal did. So good, yes. Yeah, it, oh my goodness, it's almost photorealistic. Yeah, yeah. yeah. <laughs> and it's but, actually uh, a passable Johnny Depp voiceover impersonation. <laughs> yeah. They did whoever's trying to emulate his voice. To, I I thought for a second it was actually Johnny Depp, but mm. you know. yeah, definitely a big difference from Kingdom Hearts Two, where it's just like, oh, I'm gonna be terrible at this. It's like, oh, <laughs> Jesus Christ! I didn't hear too much of Sully, but um, 
Mike Wazowski was not as close. Not as and close, uh, but <laughs> but okay, somewhat passable. Um, yeah, yeah it, it's tough to. Billy Crystal's another one to to get right on to. Yeah. yeah, the parts that take place within what was originally a Pixar movie look like a Pixar movie. Like it looks almost CGI since mm-hmm. those are you know, those movies are CGI. It just goes to show you, like you know that. That kind of art style could just be really, really beautiful if you do it right. And of course, they show, I think it's almost showing off on Square Enix's point part to have something photorealistic in it. Like, mm-hmm. you know, just, just in case you thought we couldn't do a good looking photorealistic universe, we have the Pirates of the Caribbean section too. God, I'm hyped for that game. I'm going to have to get the, the collections that they have on PS4 and finally finish the series. Yeah, that's the thing too. Like I have, I have one and a half, one point five, two point five. Like I, I rented two point eight just to give the uh, final chapter prologue a try. But yeah, to have the full collection like on PS4, because like, the one and a half, one point five, two point five, I have on PS3. So it's like yeah. to do the 1080p, 60 frames, the PS4 improvements. Like the hundred dollar bundle on PS4 is super tempting. Not gonna lie. Did they announce a price point on uh, the Kingdom Hearts? Uh collector's edition for the ps4 the collector's edition for the ps4 pro um yeah the ps4 pro the ps4 pro it looked interesting i would guess it would probably be oh gosh maybe 400 i guess somewhere around cheap yeah i mean it it probably (laughs) i don't know if they officially announced uh the price but it would probably be Um, around i've never seen it whether it's 400 or 450 because i doubt the they have a 350 price cut right now for ps4 pro but i doubt that's lasting so okay because i probably will get that over uh, just getting a ps4 and buying the games yeah no, so. the pros the pros worth it if you don't have a ps4 uh, yeah. If you're someone who's still sticking around with a PS4 and it's working fine, uh, I'd still say just save for PS5 because that may come before you know it. You don't want to regret the PS4 Pro, especially if you don't have the 4K HDR TV. Uh, like save your money for all that. But yeah, if you're trying to jump in the PS4, like the the Pro is a good way to go about it. And the uh, the Kingdom Hearts games do have good improvements for Pro. So. Yeah. yeah, I got the the PS4 Pro in order to have like a a bridge to PSVR because that's the only VR solution mm-hmm. I, I could ever afford. I hope I would have to get like a thousand dollar PC and then right yeah on the VR. So well, then PSVR have super good deals right now. Like it's it's so tempting. Like I just had to pay really high like dog vet bills. Otherwise, like I would have. Easily jumped at a two hundred fifty dollar price point for oh, the wow. Skyrim VR bundle. Like, oh, yeah. wow. it's just like, yeah. are you kidding me? Like the visor, two move controllers, the Skyrim mm-hmm. game, the camera. Normally, when that released, it was four fifty, and like it's on yeah. sale right now for two fifty. Yeah. Again, it's like I think they'll have a version two of PSVR come PS five time. So like, I'll wait for that. But oh man, like it was, it was super tempting. Mm-hmm. Yeah, and then. Uh, the other thing is Nintendo, and I was kind of disappointed with their conference just because they announced two new games. They announced uh, Super Mario Party, and they announced uh, Damon X Machina. Otherwise, we already know everything that was in the... Well, I guess Dragon Ball Z Fighters mm-hmm. was announced for that. But otherwise than that, we knew everything that was in the conference. Yeah, a lot of things on that leak with the the placards for the show floor, like that all ended up being true. Uh, you know, Fortnite yeah. on Switch, it's a good announcement just to get out there. How did we not mention the the Sony kerfuffle with all of that? Like that is <laughs> yeah. some amazing nonsense going <laughs> yeah. on right now where if yeah. you even created or played an Epic account on PS4, like... That yeah. whole account, you know, Paragon, Fortnite, whatever, that's all locked to PS4. Um, yeah. I, I'm, it got play on BBC. It's getting some attention. Like, Wait. I wonder if they'll reverse course, but maybe only in that case. Like, it's it's arrogant Sony right now. If, yeah. If you made an Epic account for Paragon. <laughs> yeah. Your Fortnite account is your PS4? You got to make a whole yeah. new email and password. It's absurd. Oh, it's not okay. That, 
Okay, I was under the impression that it only it's a Fortnite, like, and I was already like, that's absolute garbage on Sony's part. Mm. Yes, it is pure arrogance, and it's it, it's ironic. It's really ironic coming from the company that claims they're for the gamers. Yeah, mm-hmm. well, you can create an app. You can count the freaking Paragon, mm-hmm. like for you know mm-hmm. on Epic servers, and now you can't play. You can't take that Fortnite account. Even if you've never even touched Fortnite on PS4, you would just have to make okay, all right, that's wonderful. Yeah, right. <laughs> it's 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 crazy. So I mean, but good to get it on Switch. I, I'm seeing a lot of people really enjoying the portability factor there. Uh, so so kudos yeah. to Nintendo for getting that all sorted. Uh, what did you think about Smash Brothers? Uh, I thought it was uh, great. I thought it was bringing back all the characters. That's amazing, and I don't know how they're doing that. Exactly. Like, uh, are they not bringing back the uh, customizable characters or, the, I mean, customizable movesets? Yeah. So, uh, customs are out. Uh, I think that was customs are out. that was pretty clear from how they were explaining me fighters, how they kind of streamlined their moves. Uh, you know, they kind of okay. given that improvements. Uh, Palutena was the big one. Uh, you know, they said like she now has. One specific move for each of her specials, and then the down special okay. is a counter and a, a reflection one. So, like, it seems to be all indications like they're taking customs out, and thank goodness, because uh, those okay. were terrible to collect. Uh, yeah, not care yeah. for that at all. Um, yeah, it's brought up some interesting discussion of like the whole idea of you know, is it a port? Is it a new game? Like, oh god, yeah, it's a new it's, game. It, 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 like it's a new game. Let's let's put it out there. But <laughs> I think you have yeah. to be very aware of the realities of game development, where they've taken lots of assets and you know yeah. the mechanics behind Smash Four. Like you can't say like they've built. So when they say built it from the ground up, I question that a little bit. Yeah, uh, but true. with but with all yeah. of the changes that they've made, like it's you know to have those new characters work inside that new engine. I for all intents and purposes, that guy who had the uh, the tweet that said like I did the rendering engine for this. Like yeah, there's there's a new render shader on all these characters. Yeah, and if some people think it, it looks worse, you know, then that's it, the price you have to make for guaranteeing 60 frames a second on console, whether it's docked. Or undocked, uh, yeah, 1080p when it's docked, 720. When it's like you want that firm 60 for something like Smash. That. I actually yeah. don't think it looks worse. I think it looks much yeah. better. But... I, I feel it looks much much better as well. So, and yeah. I, I agree with you for sure. Uh, but there are some people trying to be contrarians out uh, there. I mean, you know how people do. I, the, the, the idea, like it's a port. Like I see, I see people keep saying using the term. It's quote unquote basically a port. And like mm. I asked, like, what is your definition of port? And that, that goes for yeah. Listen, by that logic, you've never played a sequel in your life. Everything is a port. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> and new move sets uh, for different characters. Like, yeah. that's awesome. You get new characters, new stages. Every every character that's ever been in the series is now back. Every seemingly every stage, we're bringing back all the old Pokeball Pokemon, new Pokeball Pokemon, yeah. new trophies new quote-unquote echo characters oh yeah the echo oh, fighters yeah. like that's fascinating yeah. to turn that kind of clone messaging and, and spin it on that it was great yeah, yeah. i think shadow's great. gonna be an echo fighter over seven yeah yeah. yeah it's a popular pick <laughs> oh, for sure there's just all this new all this new stuff i just want to know it's got like new music <laughs> yeah again as 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 guru said it also has uh like it's it's tweaking returning characters yeah some more significantly than other like it's a it's a fighting game so one like frame data changes the entire meta you can literally have a character have the same animations but their frames are faster and that could boost them in the tier list which adjusts the entire tier list now Mm -hmm. yeah so even the smallest changes are major shifts in this genre but we're talking about like these are fairly sweeping changes across the board. And again, the game looks better graphically. And there's new content. What more do you want? Yeah. Like, what do they have to call it? Super Smash Brothers for Wii U 2? For you to say, okay, yeah. <laughs> I'm finding Ugh. it really interesting how it seems to be designed to have Smash be a platform uh, going forward. Uh, it's almost like yeah. Sakurai is really 
really and truly making it to be his last smash to deliver everything that anyone could have wanted, but it have it be an established platform that it can be built off with DLC, something yep. that can be ported to an additional mm-hmm. console going forward. But like, yeah, you mm-hmm. got to do the work to build this base. Uh, which mm-hmm. character now going forward that we, we have Ridley, uh, I can't believe I'm saying that, uh, but if there is one character going forward that you hope to see either still to be revealed as a newcomer or possibly in DLC, uh, which one character would that be for you? Chrono from Chrono Trigger. That'd be that'd be neat. I'd be down yeah. for that for sure. I mentioned Shadow already. I'm gonna try. I'm gonna go for one a little bit tougher. Um, Saki Amamiya. Ooh, okay. Sin Punishment. Trophy. Yeah. 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 It is interesting um, yeah. to see in the speculation with like the assist trophies that have been revealed, and like a lot of people are definitely picking up on Shadow because we saw a Knuckles assist trophy. It's like, well, Shadow's, Shadow's been an assist yeah. trophy for a while. Where what's, what's Shadow I, doing this game? Yeah, I I wonder if uh, it might be later down the line since uh, when the game's already released, but uh, if they don't have DLC for like uh, you can play as the assist trophies like uh, uh, Waluigi, uh, uh, Man, all those characters you you could play as. I would love to see it, especially Waluigi. That's that was yeah. that's probably like the other big character, like that is Ridley. <laughs> but yeah. I don't know, man. Get Waluigi out of here. <laughs> <laughs> he got F sma- he got F smashed into oblivion. Let's be real here. <laughs> You're right. You're right. But considering the fact that uh, they are now uh, not offable, so you can uh, uh, hit them and uh, they uh, count as a point. So they're closer yeah. than they've ever been to being playable. I'll tell you that. Yeah, very, very true. Yeah. This this one's more of a um, like a prediction than like a want. I don't actively desire this, but I see it happening. Uh, Ken. Mm. Ah. Yeah, and my my logic behind this, you know, my my crazy fanboy theory is that they no longer have a red Ryu costume. Game Explain just did a they showed okay. every costume mm. in the game, and Ryu doesn't have a red key anymore. And Ken is like Ken is the like Echo Fighter. Oh, for sure. <laughs> We're using that term. He's the the guy. So one of the one of the OGs for sure. What a cool yeah. uh, change for Ryu too to have you know him always face the opponent in a one v one and yeah. just the one v one you know the kind of life improvements overall. I mean yeah. to have like the stocks mm-hmm. show up in number format after a death. Yeah. to have the the blast zone boundary thing pop up when someone's been knocked off stage. Yeah, right. Yeah, <laughs> yeah exactly. And <laughs> it, it, the, the coolest thing, the critical hits that the camera yeah. zooms in. I'm, it's so yeah. good for the hype. It's that so was, good. That so great. good. It, and uh, the damage increased uh, for like yeah, playing with too. three players and playing mm-hmm. with one. Yeah. Mm-hmm. I'm going to love seeing Falcon 1v1s. <laughs> oh, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> oh, first scene of so that Falcon punch. It. Oh, yeah. 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 That. That. That one, that one gave me chills. Mm-hmm. Um, always, always love Falcon. By the way, some of these character updates, like their their designs, are just just freaking awesome. But it's a port. Yeah. It's it's they just look so great. Um, Zelda, you know, yes. she was Princess Zelda for so long. Now she's yeah, Three Worlds Zelda, and it just looks great. Zero Suit Samus, stunning as always. Um, Snake lost his butt, though. Snake lost his butt. <laughs> it looks a little bit more uh, MGS5. He kind of does, doesn't yeah. he? Yeah, it's a different yeah. kind of face yeah. there. I mean, Wolf was, looks really cool. Uh, Wolf looks great. Great, the, great touch up oh. there. Though his uh, unhinged jaw. <laughs> yeah, 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 for sure. <laughs> Got to work on that. Um, Young Link. This is probably the first time you've ever seen Ocarina of Time Link. A, a yeah. glorious HD. Mm-hmm. Yeah. As far as I can remember, I think the closest we've ever gotten was 3D. Yeah. Um, or, you know, Unreal Engine 4 fan, you know, hack yeah. games. Yeah, those things. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> I guess uh, I meant officially. Ganondorf uses his sword. Oh, yes, the sword. Yes. 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 <laughs> it was so cool. Like, but just remember, it's it, a sword. 
and nobody uh uh buffed that up uh like well i should shouldn't say that i didn't watch the whole uh e3 uh treehouse but uh nobody bought that up in the direct so mm-hmm. yeah it was definitely like, went by quickly another really cool yeah. change uh that it would have taken you know watching the little mini character videos like because each character has like 20 seconds a video mm-hmm. yeah. to introduce them. Doctor Mario has a stomp. Yeah, like a down oh, air. Yeah, he's no, got yeah. a he's got a double legged stomp. Yeah, like so, it's almost Ganon or Falcon esque. Yeah, yeah, a bit like just just straight down spike. Maybe to distinguish yeah. more as he is not an Echo Fighter. <laughs> yeah. yeah, yeah. I guess they they've got to give him something, um, but it's yeah. just important to remember this is a port. Um, <laughs> 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 just, every, Every time I, I don't want to be too annoying, but every time we bring up something new, I just feel the need to remind us all that let's not go crazy. <laughs> it's important. They, they have like so many new things in it, more new things than say I don't know a Call of Duty, right. but <laughs> definitely a port, guys. <laughs> All right. Well, great yeah. stuff, guys. Video Game Guru 64, thank you so much for calling in. People can find you on yeah. Twitter at Video Game Guru 64. Uh, this, yeah. this is awesome. Like, good to, to hear your perspective. And uh, thanks so much for calling in. Yep. See you later. All right, guys. Thanks for calling in. When we come back, we will get to Demetrius's top five games of all time. Top five favorites. I, I really miss these kind of lists, kind of gives a good sense of the player and the games behind them. So that'll be when we come back here on the Power Switch. Welcome back to the Power Switch. This week's tempo control music is brought to you by Mario Power Tennis. You can find a new video game music top 10 list from a specific game soundtrack every Tuesday over at youtube.com slash rhymes with Asia. Demetrius, let's get to your top five favorite games of all time. Get a sense of of if you had to make those picks, what would you choose? I'm really fascinated to hear what you have to say. All right. um, Put me on the spot just a bit, but I, (laughs) I think I've got a pretty decent list here. Starting out with one that no one will agree with. Um, I'd say my number five is Sonic Adventure 2 Battle. Hell yeah, man. <laughs> I'll agree with it. Uh, <laughs> it's in my top ten yeah, at least. Um, I don't know if it cracks the five spot, but like it's it's my favorite Sonic game. It's, it's a guilty pleasure if I ever have one. Yeah, that's the thing. Um, I get it. it. If you look, especially looking back on it as a game, maybe it's not super great. But like literally, I have memorized that game front to back i used to funny story when i was young uh when i was just a wee lad i had gotten a gamecube gamecube was my second console of that generation my first was an xbox it was like a whole new world for me on gamecube um so sonic adventure 2 battle was like one of the first games i got for it what i didn't have for it was a memory card Ooh. So, but I love that game so much. I used to literally play it front to back, start to finish, every time I turned it. I turned my GameCube on, um, without ever saving my progress in that game. Hmm. I did this for like years. Yeah, I mean, so, if you know what you're doing. Like a uh, one side of the story, hero or dark. Like it's two hours, no problem. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I I could pretty much. I feel like I feel pretty confident that I could I could speed run that game. I don't know if I could win like i could make a set a record but i could i could like speed run that game pretty well at this point because again you know just i always had to play it start to finish within a day and i only ever had weekends to play games so um speaking of speed runs have you seen like you know what they did at the last like agdq and all that and they had like the guy who did the cgss skip like the crazy like guys guys skipped like so much of crazy gadget and it's the part where you uh like you're running and you're kind of going in like that dark room where it's like very vertical and you have the three gray uh, grind rails there and you have to mm-hmm. to prove, progress forward you have to pick the right one because uh, it's like mm-hmm. abyss below it you know neon green and all that. The guy mm-hmm. did some sort of thing where like he maneuvered it just right where like he fell through the map and then he's like maneuvering it all in this off space. It's much like the the final rush 
skip with Sonic where you like you kind of fling yourself in oblivion and like you kind of maneuver the camera around but like to go right to the end mm. and like it's, it's, it's this crazy gadget skip and it's bananas I recommend looking it up uh, yeah I'll, I'll have a look for that because you know the, it's just it's a game that's just kind of near and dear to my heart um, I still feel like it's like the best Sonic game ever made that might be nostalgia glasses um, yeah, man, no but, judging. Uh, I, I hear you. <laughs> yeah, I would. I, I'm still holding out hope for a real Sonic Adventure three. Not everybody. Every time I say that, somebody likes to say, "Well, that's what they call it, Sonic." <laughs> like, no, a that game didn't happen. B that game didn't happen. So, uh, number four for me would uh, probably be Halo three. Okay. Yeah. Halo three was actually the first first person shooter that i actually played especially like in terms of online fps's mm-hmm. it introduced me to a whole new world of gaming because before then i had all of the six generation consoles but none of them were connected to the internet um i got a wii first in the next generation i very much enjoyed it but you know the wii wasn't exactly online right. shooter centric so playing a Halo 3, and, and of course the Wii wasn't HD either, so playing this HD, like, big, massive storyline kind of game, it it, it really, like, uh, uh, drew me into, like, a, a whole new type of game, made me a Halo fan. I eventually went back and, and played Halo 1 and Halo 2, and, and I've played every Halo game since 3, including Wars and ODST, um, and both of the these Spartan Ops titles, and now I have to find the Dave and Buster so I can play that arcade release too. Oh yeah. Um, yeah. Halo Three was the first Halo game I played, which made the story exceptionally confusing. But no, it's, right. it's a good one. I mean, great ending for sure. And yeah, that's when we're talking like you know first person shooter, especially with the dual analog stick. I think that might have been first my first two. So I, I feel you there. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Um. It, again, another one kind of you know really close to my heart i feel like probably if i'm being honest like objectively i halo reach was probably a quote-unquote better game mm-hmm. but um i very much you know like like halo 3 just because it's like how important it is to me as a gamer yeah man it's like it's it's about favorites i mean you can talk about your know, critical <laughs> success and all that but yeah we have our favorites and it's yeah for sure so i guess coming in number three would be a Smash Brothers game. <laughs> choose one, um, but don't choose Brawl. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> um, I like 64, Melee, and 4, both versions of 4, for all at the same amount, but for like different reasons, for different things that they represent for me. Um, Smash 64 is obviously the one that started it all, and, and it was just like, mind-blowing at the time that i saw it and even i don't even think i think to this day i was too young to process what was really going on (laughs) in smash 64 um melee is of course you know the one um, for a lot of people Mm -hmm. um i i'd never got into competitive melee but um it is it was still like i think i finally was old enough to realize what was going on as of melee and um Thus, my mind was more blown with Melee than 64. Um, Brawl had tripping, so I didn't like it as much. Um, <laughs> Smash 4 3DS was the first handheld Smash experience, and I very much enjoyed it for that. And Smash Wii U was the first HD Smash experience, um, and it was also didn't have tripping. And it had plenty of third-party characters, the first DLC as well, like for the series. Um, all kinds of great things. So um, Smash is, is my number uh, my number three. Yeah, see, I have Smash at my personal number three as well. But for me, it's Brawl, uh, just because of with the podcast and all that. And then all the things that could be done with hacking, uh, Project M and all that. Um, yeah, so that's, the, that's why I have it there. So that's, I find that interesting. Uh. Uh, that's yeah, it's very interesting, isn't it? From my number two, um, two and one are the hardest for me. Yeah. But um, I'm going to have to say Breath of the Wild with some sort of caveats here. Okay. Um, 
first off, my two at one before last year would have originally been Ocarina of Time and Galaxy 2, not necessarily, but I feel like Breath of the Wild and Odyssey surpassed those games for me. Okay. Yeah, interesting. Um, spoiler alert. Um, <laughs> yeah, playing through Breath of the Wild, it redefined gaming for me. Like, it, it leave it leave it to Nintendo to make an open world game and and not really stop there and like you know instead of just merely being a wide open world it's a world in which everything is physics based and everything matters and you can go anywhere and do anything and and like other games that say that you can really just go anywhere like hey you know you have a stick in your underwear um but you can leave the great plateau now uh, so if you want to go fight Ganon, <laughs> more power to you. It's like, definitely one of the you know the generation defining games uh, for yeah. this, this generation for sure. Like it's it's magical for sure, and it, it's all a matter of taste if that really appealed to you. Like personally, it's like my number two game is a Legend of Zelda game, but it's it's Wind Waker HD. So it's like, do you prefer the more <laughs> linear sort of path, or like is the open? world more appealing to you so but it's got it's a fantastic game yeah um I, I would i would say wind waker is also a fantastic game uh wind waker hd more so original because of the streamlining lining mm-hmm. yep, so yep. that's a great choice and again spoilers my number one is uh it's odyssey it would have been either ocarina of time or galaxy 2 uh as i said i'll compare specifically to galaxy 2 I thought Galaxy 2, you know, way, way back when was the greatest game I ever played because it just felt like every aspect was just perfect. Um, it was like a, a and and that's that's a lot for me to say because I don't think any game is perfect. It felt like every single interaction and experience and, and motion and thing in the game was like tailor made to be exactly right. I felt that way in Galaxy. But honestly, I feel like took that and then added the open-endedness of a 64 and then took that and made it even more open so now as a like that's it's it, it, it's like a perfect combination of you know galaxy the galaxy 2 specifically is like sort of tailor-made sort of you know every single aspect of this game is designed to be the to maximize fun um, perfect difficulty curve, and 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 even like, see, it's not merely a difficulty curve. Like, it, you almost choose your own difficulty. Like, you can, you know, you can play through the game and see the ending cutscene without ever experiencing much real difficulty. But if you want to get all the more, you got to work for it. And there's some very tough challenge maps that you can access, and um, it just like the the capture mechanic. Um, Hell, just the New Dunk City Festival almost brought a tear to my eye. Um, you know, as a longtime Mario fan. Now that game is is beautiful, man. Like I I played Odyssey, you know, start to finish with credits like twice last year. Uh, just one for my own kind of exploration, but then one to show my wife and just to to redo it. Like it's it is pure magic. It's pure bliss and entertainment. It's it's so so good. I think that that's a really really worthy number one it just shows like how great 2017 was to have those two there uh so you had yeah. number five as uh, sonic adventure 2 battle number four halo 3 number three a smash game that isn't brawl <laughs> number two uh, legend of zelda breath of the wild and number one super mario odyssey how, how weird is it gonna be excuse me where um odyssey later this year is not going to only refer to Super Mario Odyssey. We have Assassin's yeah, Creed Odyssey. Like, that's a shame. I almost unfairly hate that game. Because <laughs> <laughs> it looked great at the showing. It looked great at Ubisoft show, but I'm like, you can't use that subtitle. Oh, man. It'd be like if there was like a football player named LeBron James. <laughs> <laughs> and he, I mean, you might be a damn good football player, but I'm sorry, you can't use that name, dude. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Michael B. Jordan. <laughs> yeah, right? Yeah. <laughs> Jordan's got like we don't refer to him as Michael. no you yeah. are Michael B. Jordan. You got to make the distinction. He's yeah. 
exceptionally talented as well. So that's that's great. It's a great list, and uh, I definitely agree with a lot of those. So good, good picks for sure. Uh, let's quickly talk about the games that are out this week. Really, the only one of note is Mario Tennis Aces uh, that comes out Friday, June 22nd for Nintendo Switch. Uh, if you've built any points off of the demo, you know the online tournament that carries over, I believe so, at least. Uh, I'm on the fence on if I want to get this. It may be a point in like monthly budget where like it doesn't work out this month, but I love the Mario Tennis games. I have a, a mm-hmm. whole lot of fun with them, and this one seems to be really well done. So I hope that, yeah, until it's a few months, until the Switch is online, kind of gets on track. Um, it may be a little tricky. I mean, people are talking about lag and all that when they tested it out. So hopefully that's improved. Uh, sorry, I got a dog who is now restless <laughs> pulling on the leash. I know, boy, it's okay. Um, but no, <laughs> here he goes. He's trying to wag it off. Uh, but yeah, no, it should be really good for, for Mario Tennis Aces. Uh, so go pick that up if that interested you at all. That'll do it for this episode of The Power Switch. We are hosted by RhymesWithAsia.com and we're on YouTube and Twitch at RhymesWithAsia. Find us on Twitter, Facebook, and Instagram at The Power Switch. I am at Pete Speakeasy. Uh, Demetrius is at D underscore Damone on Twitter, so check him out there for sure. Can I plug a new thing as oh, well? Oh, yeah, by all means. Yeah, um, so I am actually, um, my college degree is creative writing, so I've been trying to... Uh, establish a portfolio of sorts with that so i am um, a part of a service called inklow in which um basically every week um i publish a new chapter to an ongoing uh, series i'm kind of authoring a, a, an original story through that service it is an app i i don't know if they have a website up yet but it it, it is an app that i know is available it's I-N-K-L-O, and I am under my name, Demetrius Wilson. I am publishing this story, The Good Guys. Yeah, I'd really appreciate it if uh, anybody, uh, you know, stopped by and, and gave it a read. I like to think it's an interesting story, but um, I definitely, you know, want to get a bit more exposure because even Inklo itself is relatively small time. Um, but, uh, you know, I'd like to to get some of my stuff out there that is awesome uh, definitely check it out oh my gosh this dog <laughs> <laughs> uh no we'll check that out for sure i'll put links in the show notes so definitely check demetrius out there and support him uh as far as the power switch here you can email us any questions concerns comments or opportunities at powerswitchpod at gmail.com and you can subscribe to the power switch on podcast services such as apple Podcasts, google play and stitcher if you could be so kind as to leave review that would really help as well but most importantly, to participate in future episodes like Demetrius here and uh, Video Game Guru 64, you should join our community on Discord by visiting rhymesathasia.com slash call. And it's a small but growing community, so now is the perfect time to have your voice heard on this podcast. Um, if you want a YouTube video to watch from me, uh, I happened to you know have video game some video game coverage for E3. I was able to sit on Discord with some of my friends and we did our Smash reactions. Uh, that's a fun video that's on Rhymes with Asia's YouTube channel as well. Uh, if you want to see how quickly I picked up to Ridley or how I reacted to Snake <laughs> being in, that's a good time. I'd recommend checking that out. Do you have a YouTube video in particular to point people to? Honestly, I was going to point them to yours if you hadn't. Ah, well, it watch it twice. Yeah. Give me double the views. <laughs> I appreciate that. Thanks. Yeah. Um, yeah, and so uh, stay tuned to everything as it develops. And regardless whether it's live or on your own time, I look forward to you joining us for our next episode. For Demetrius, uh, I am Peter Spasia. Until next time, switch up, call in, game on. <laughs>